everyone, Lauren from Bone Chillers Podcast here. Um, we're going to have a bit of a new setup, I guess, uh, from here on out. Um, hopefully that means that we will be a bit more regular um, in releasing some podcasts. So it, oh, if you can hear that, please ignore it. It is my cat who just wants to go outside. Um, so yes, welcome to Bone Chillers Podcast, where we will tell you some stories that will hopefully chill you to the bone. Uh, today, I am um, joined here by Rupert. Hello. Who's my special guest for the day. And a- husband. And husband, yes. A.K.A. the person who I had to rope into this last minute to speak with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, before we start telling some stories, I hope we can do the, our little, my usual intro questions, which I guess to kind of get what your grip on horror is so what is your favorite horror film to get a grip yeah get a grip um favorite horror film yeah first one i know we were talking you were like oh i like lots of films and i was like yes yeah but and i think we'd need a whole another podcast yeah well i was trying to maybe have a plan a uh, film horror film podcast because i think that's quite a big thing it's a separate, like, niche thing, because horror films are quite funny. Maybe not yeah, as scary. Funny. But, yeah, okay, so what scared you the most? What is the scariest horror movie you've ever seen? Well, I, I mean, scary, I guess, is uh, mostly when you're younger, are things that scare you. And often the things that scared me the most were, like, really ridiculous, non-horror <laughs> things. Like? like? Um... I was really frightened by the Wizard of Oz sequel they did. I think it was in like the 80s. It was called Return to Oz. The one with the crazy wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's For some reason, it was just really surreal. uh, And it had the wheelers who were just men in like, I don't know, jumpsuits, but with wheels for hands and legs. And they would just wheel around. They were kind of like like the flying monkeys in the original one yeah but just wheelie men <laughs> uh, and for some reason that just really freaked me out um yeah well i think like what is really weird because like and i've told you this story just several times but like the brave little toaster scared me <laughs> <laughs> a lot as a child and i don't think yeah. it's one of those where they that was the point i mean maybe it was but i don't know uh, yeah i think they I think maybe they would just want it to scare the kids as well. It's like a side thing. <laughs> Why not? Keep them on their toes. Yeah. But so that's like a non-traditional scary thing. Yeah. Film. But yeah. In terms of films, uh, I mean, maybe not the scariest, but some of my favourite would be maybe The um, The Shining is a classic for me. It's not particularly scary, scary. upon mm-hmm. rewatch, but I think when I first watched it, it's kind of got an a-, a real sort of atmosphere to it that, that is kind of like... Uh, could be seen as scary um more recently like hereditary i really enjoyed uh did you find that scary though i didn't i found it very (laughs) very funny yeah um but i could see people did say oh it's the most terrifying film for the last 20 years or something and i can kind of see it because again it has a real atmosphere to it similar to the shining where you can buy into it and take very seriously and i think you could then be scary but it also has quite a dark humor to it so i think maybe i found it more funny but, yeah okay fair uh and then finally just a classic film that one of my favorite films of all time is uh halloween as well 
Which, yeah. Again, but, I, probably not scary. But maybe back in the day, it would have been scary. It's just that I guess we saw it much later. When Yeah, I can't remember when I first saw it when I was a teenager. <laughs> uh, and even then, by then, I think I didn't find it particularly scary. But yeah. But again, it's got a real nice atmosphere. And, it's just a, and just the a soundtrack concept. is good. Very good soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. you seen all 13 or whatever? Or how many have you seen? There's no, definitely not 13. I don't know. Remember, we do like a film quiz every so often when our local cinema do it. But one of the questions when they did a Halloween one, maybe about two years ago now, was how many Halloween films are there and can you name them all? And some guy named them all. And I swear there was like a lot. And that was including the remake and then the reboot. But right. I think maybe the original was six or seven. That's still a uh, lot. There is a lot. There are quite a lot. And I've not seen, I've not even seen Halloween 2, to be honest. Oh, right. So well, we saw three. I have seen, yeah, three, because yeah. three is just a ridiculous anthology film about uh, Halloween masks that haunt children. Yes. Yeah. And it's just completely unrated. The rest of Halloween <laughs> is also an absolute classic. But, right. Uh, but no, I never watched, I haven't watched a lot of the other actual slasher one. Right. Um, okay, so you, we've got your films. What about video games? You have a, I know you quite a bit about video games. You have a favorite horror video game? Um, if, uh, what for, in terms of favorite, just all the classics, Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil Four. Um, but the scariest. Scariest was one from when obviously when I was a kid a bit as well uh, yeah. and I don't even know if it's supposed to be particularly <laughs> scary again uh-huh. but uh, it's Thief the Dark Project on the PC right which was uh, sort of late 90s classic PC game yeah um, and it was uh, one of the early kind of one of the first probably not the first but one of the earlier stealth sort of mm. video games right yeah um and it it's was everything all really quiet. First person. It's really dark and it's all mm. about like hiding in the dark. Yeah. Uh, and because the game was so dark and you had to get like the brightness right, which took about <laughs> 20 minutes when you set the game up. That's scary in and of itself. And I used to play with my friend and we'd turn the lights off and play it, which was obviously <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just remember it being quite terrifying because you're just hiding and you don't want to be spotted. Yeah. And then I think later in the game, there are like zombies as well. Right. Or some sort of. Thing. weird things mm. yeah uh, and it was pretty terrifying oh, and right. I, I think I, we didn't get that far because I was just literally too scared <laughs> to keep playing it right would you play it now because is this the one that they've released on the Playstation is this the same there's some, another game called Thief I swear they re yeah it's one of these many games where they just made a new game and then called it Thief without clarifying that it was actually a, different like the fourth or fifth in the series yeah. right okay rebooted it yeah. Uh, and I think that game is pretty bad. <laughs> but so it's not, I don't know if you could play it. Not that. aged well. Well, that was a remake. That was a different game. So it wasn't the same. Ah, game. right. So you could probably play the original. If your might PC be works. Yeah. I don't, if you bought the original game and put it in a PC, it probably wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so right. you'd probably need to emulate it or something. But. Yeah. Would you play it? I guess you're older and much more wiser and less scared now. Yeah, it also looked pretty... Uh, <laughs> pretty ropey now yeah. I think the graphics but uh-huh. uh, yeah I'll play yeah. I think it's similar kind of in graphics to maybe Deus Ex maybe even more basic than that but right just like pretty blob. ugly yeah blocks right Block okay characters <laughs> yeah um, and have you ever had any like scary encounters or anything you said no but scary encounters um, 
No, a not scary really. situation. Have you ever been I, somewhere that was allegedly haunted? Um, I went on a ghost tour recently. Yeah, I was. Gonna, <laughs> I was going to talk about that. Other than that, we'll get we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, I don't remember. No. I don't know. Uh, for scary things, just just being a kid, I was just basically scared of the dark. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm still scared of the dark, so that's fair, right? But I don't remember. I don't think my parents ever booked us into some sort of haunted hotel or anything like that <laughs> your parents aren't a, evil <laughs> wasn't an exciting childhood as well, uh, have you ever felt that this flat was haunted i've never felt that this flat is haunted i mean it's haunted by the ghost of daisy yeah our cat is currently just like staring us down because we will not let her out um but that's too bad anyway yeah it's just because i had that like weird scary dream obviously when you weren't here that time which kind of was like a ghost being thing and now i just think that like that something is in that closet that's on the side of the bedroom and i don't like going in there but i don't know why also because i took a video once of daisy and it was probably me just like breathing weird but when i was listening back to it it was just it sounded like somebody said like something like i don't know or hello and i was like oh god there's a ghost in here yeah you never felt that you never felt scared or anything in here no i nothing I, it's quite small i don't i well, feel does like it, does size necessarily mean goes and be like nah it's too small i'm gonna go there I, I think if i was in like a mansion i'd be scared like big is scary like lots of rooms of unknown yeah, but then you can run away more whereas here you're kind of entrapped <laughs> I mean, disclaimer, we live in a flat, which is like a one-bedroom flat, one bathroom, things like that. But I don't know. No, I mean, I, I don't know. It's a new-ish. Yeah. Hopefully not built over, like, a burial ground or anything. No, it's an ex-council flat. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it's haunted. Haunted. But okay. it could be. It could be haunted. <laughs> Some angry council. Yeah. Yeah. From the 80s. Yeah. Got mad that they got kicked out. Oh, okay. So nothing scary here. Well, that's good. That's settling. Yeah. Um. um yeah. I was going to also say about other mediums, uh, scary mm-hmm. books. Oh yeah, your scary book. You wanted to say. Go ahead. What's your favorite scary book? Oh, that was my favorite. But um, <laughs> I did enjoy. Cause I went through a period of reading just loads of Stephen King books. Mm. Uh, and I really enjoyed Pet Cemetery. Yeah. And I thought that was quite scary. Um. Mm. I mean, reading a book, a scary book is different obviously than like a movie because obviously you have to imagine stuff and it's all just words so it's all kind of like more in your head yeah. i think if you read a book yeah it can kind of get to you a bit more i think more yeah more deeply than uh, than watching a movie which you can kind of sort of laugh off but because it <laughs> or close your eyes <laughs> yeah oh yeah exactly and, and it kind of and then it's over in two hours whereas you spend a bit more time reading a book mm. and it can kind of like lodge in your head just some of the imagery and things like that mm. and, yeah because you have to come up with yourself yeah yeah and i really like pet cemetery because it kind of mixes i mean it's it's typical stephen king kind of like ridiculous slightly ridiculous and a bit <laughs> like cheesy <laughs> like the characterizations that cheesy. yeah but um but also quite like uh, I don't know, there's like real horror in it in like sort of domestic horror of like him losing his child and mm, things like that mm-hmm. and like real life fears mixed in with sort of uh, yeah. more Lovecraftian kind of 
you know, cats from the great beyond. Yeah, like <laughs> mysterious powers from yeah. the beyond. Like uh, I think it's like the Wendigo is like the mysterious power. Oh yeah, it like, is, isn't it? I like the Wendigo. The cat or something. <laughs> There's some yeah. sort of Lovecraftianness to it. And yeah. I remember really enjoying that. Yeah. Do you have a favourite? Have you read any scary books? I well, the only like I never thought. Oh yeah, a book could be scary. But I le- I read the Let the Right One In. Oh um, yeah. And maybe it's not like super duper scary, but it kind of has it. It ties in with our uh, what my topic is for this week. Um, but was he a vampire? He was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he was. So definitely, happened. yeah. So that's a good little segue into my topic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I thought that that was kind of scary and really gory, which was another thing that I thought I didn't think that a book could be. <laughs> right. But yeah. that I was just like, oh god, this is making me like feel sick. <laughs> but it was really good. I think it's one of my favorite books. Okay. So I think Let the Right One In is maybe my favorite horror book. Just because it's not really what I expected a horror book to be. Yeah. In a good kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite book. Um, and also, as Rupert previously mentioned, we recently have been up north to York. And we went on a ghost tour. Uh, and who did he... Was it this guy who said... Somebody, when we were up there, said that York is like... The most haunted town in England? Yorkshire. In Yorkshire? I don't know. Because I guess London is obviously um, haunted. I mean, every single place <laughs> says that it's haunted. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so we went on a ghost tour. Um, and we heard some pretty cool ghost stories. I was a bit nervous going, as usual, because, um, yeah, I'm just scared of everything. But, yeah, he told some good stories. And were you afraid when you were on there? Um, I don't think I was afraid. I mean, he was a bit kind of jokey as well, in a kind of dry (laughs) way. Yeah, which made it way better. Made it less scary. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was afraid, but it was quite, because of the atmosphere, it was quite eerie. Yeah, because it was like, you know, obviously like a a fall, uh, not winter, obviously, like a fall evening. But like, but there was one story where it was, I think, the second story he told, where he was like, look into that window. And it's like, oh, my God, I don't want to look into this window. He hasn't even told me the story yet, and I don't want to look into this window. But basically, correct me if I'm, I misremembered, but he said that, um, was there a fire? Oh, no, the plague, right? So there was a plague in New York. And so what they were doing was that they were, like, blocking, boarding up all of the doors and the windows and stuff so people couldn't, go out oh yeah which is kind of what we need to happen here for <laughs> covid but never mind um <laughs> and so yeah so they boarded them up and they were like right you're when it's all okay or you feel better you can come out um and so it was in this particular house was like a couple and their daughter was it and uh apparently everybody but this little girl had died but did they like set fire to the house or something <laughs> I don't know. Either uh, way, this little girl got trapped in the house. I don't think so. I think they just left her in there. They just left her starved. in there. Everyone else died, but she... They thought she was... She thought she was dead, so they, dead left, they her. left her. Right. And then so she eventually, I guess, died because she had nothing to eat or drink. Yeah, fairly quickly, or, I presume. Yeah. Unless they left water in there. I don't know. <laughs> died of boredom. Maybe. Boredom. Uh, and so this little girl eventually, yeah, 
she so she was basically left in there. Uh, and then so fast forward to maybe more present times, a family moved in, and her room was where the kids' room was, and the little boy was like, "Hey, mom, can you tell this little girl to get out of here? Because I'm trying to sleep, and all she wants to do is play. And I just, I'm tired." And so, like, they kept seeing this little girl or whatever. And so the story was that the little girl is still haunting this house. And if you look in the window, she comes out or her little, you can see her little face. And, like, it's not really that scary of a story because she's not, like, evil. But I still don't want to see it. So I looked. I was trying to, to be brave. I she was just a bit pissed off. I mean, I would be. What the hell? <laughs> Guys, yeah. I'm in here. Vengeful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I was kind of brave. I tried to look and then I was like, <laughs> okay, that's enough now because Lord knows something is going to fucking come out, but it didn't. Well, I, <laughs> it was a weird little house, like a little property on the edge of right by the church. Like it was the, on the corner. Yeah. And I, I had, a, cause it was only the beginning of this ghost tour. So I didn't know, but I thought maybe he would have set something up <laughs> in the window to like pop up. Or some person would, like, <laughs> pop their head around the yeah, corner. Yeah, so, because obviously this happens every... This ghost tour happens every night at 7.30 on the dot, right? And so, obviously, if this is the second story he's going to tell, you can be like, right, 8 o'clock is going to be here. Yeah, I mean, if I owned that property, <laughs> I would 100% put, like, a little yeah, thing on a yeah. timer to, like, pop up when every yeah. eight, at, like, 8.15 p.m. every night when he's on this tour. Just be completely evil. Yeah. But there was one... Where, like, he was walking down a, a road, and then he was like, oh, look up there in the window. There's, you can see all the faces. And he put up his little light, and it was just, somebody had stuck a load of creepy dolls looking outside the window. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that's awful. But I don't know. Was that part? I don't think he told a story or anything. He probably was just on his tour. Saw it. And so I was like, we're going to incorporate this. Mm. Um, yeah, so we did go on a ghost tour. We didn't see any ghosts, which was great. But he also did tell another story when we were in like a little courtyard kind of thing. And he was like, oh, like kids died here. Some guy like, do you remember? It was yeah. like an orphanage. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that like some guy sort of basically abused these children. And he was like, oh, a lot of the residents say that they see the children sitting on the rails. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to look. Yeah, that was quite good stuff as well. So yeah. yeah. So there were some bits that were quite scary, but nothing happened, which was good. No ghosts confirmed. <laughs> no ghosts confirmed, which was. Uh, I guess disappointing. No, I'm very happy that that happened. Why was it disappointing? You want to see a ghost? No, just in terms of value for money for a ghost or not seeing any ghosts. I mean, it was it was like ten pounds for us both, wasn't it? It was like five pounds each. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, we got a little walking tour of York, basically, and he showed us the stuff up at the... Because apparently there are cats on the buildings of York that people put up. I guess it meant, like, good luck or whatever. But um, I would have never looked up on the buildings to see those cats. Yeah. They're just, like, iron cats hanging <laughs> off the side of the building, which are really cute. So he had more than... Yeah, he's more than welcome to my five pounds. Oh, yeah. No, Worth I, it. I, I wasn't actually <laughs> expecting to have the confirmation of ghosts existing. Yeah, I mean, we weren't going on a ghost hunt, which is maybe different than a yeah, ghost yeah, tour. Guess, yeah. Like the stupid shows that we watch, mm. which is like, whoa, what's that over there? And you're like, what? 
<laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you just put a stick figure on a screen <laughs> pretending it's a guy. Uh, yeah. So also when we went to York, we went on a day trip to Whitby, which is uh, allegedly where Dracula landed. In the book. In it the book. It is where the ship lands, where Dracula gets off. So he starts in Transylvania. Yeah. And for some reason, he gets on a boat. I'm not really sure why. I can't remember. Uh, and then he ends up in Whitby. And then there's loads of, like, some letters get written and things like that. I can't remember because I got halfway through the Dracula book and then just got bored and stopped reading it. Mm, well. So, <laughs> I'm not 100%. No. Uh, we also went to the Dracula experience whilst in Whitby, which I was actually really terrified of. I hated it. <laughs> it's not funny. I really didn't like it at all. So you go in, it's really, really cute the way it looks outside. It's just like a black building with red trimming everywhere. And it's basically like you just walk through the story of Dracula, but with animatronic things. And they had a sign when you went in and it was like, oh, due to COVID, there's usually live actors in here, but there aren't any more. And I was like, oh, well, that's that's good. I'm not going to be as scared. But I was scared <laughs> because I still didn't trust Scared by the uh, low production value. <laughs> it, I hate things like I hate things like that. Like it wasn't even animatronic because I don't like that either. No, it was just literally like mannequins uh, with bad wigs. With bad wigs <laughs> and over like just really big clothing on. Yeah, with weird lighting. <laughs> and that was... Standing crookedly on the wall. <laughs> yeah, with just noises occasionally. Yeah, and that's another thing I hate. I just hate loud noises. I mean, the beginning was fun when you had, like, Dracula light on you as it was just going. Yeah, projectors. But, yeah, I mean, that told the story of Dracula. But we ran through it so quick. Not that I'm complaining, because I didn't want to spend any more time in there than I needed to. Yeah, but... I mean, it very basically told the story of Dracula, I think. I didn't go into too much detail. No. And then it also, like, hilariously ended with a trailer for the Bram Stoker's Dracula film. Yeah. With the, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, the Francis Just playing Hall, over and over and over and again. Reeves. Who I thought was Johnny Depp <laughs> walked in, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't already guessed, my topic for the evening is vampires. Vampires. Oh, vampires. Uh, which I don't know. Are they really scary? Are you scared of a vampire? Do you think they're portrayed um, scarily? Not very often. <laughs> they're quite kind of campy. Yeah. Uh, people like them because there's a lot of like lore around them. Yeah. But I think I think there is something scary at the root of the vampire. Right. The tale. Yeah. Uh, and it's that same sort of ancient evil kind of something that's unknown. It's mm. quite. I remember really enjoying the beginning of the Dracula book when they're in <laughs> Dracula's the castle. Middle. It's just yeah. the end, it got really boring. <laughs> yeah. But the middle, the beginning was really cool when they're like in, he's trying to escape from Dracula's castle. Somebody. Ooh, someone. Oh, someone, I can't He just captured someone. Yeah, I can't remember who it is. Mm. I don't know the details. But. Uh, was he not the guy in the mannequin that you took a photo of? One of the mannequins was probably this guy. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I think maybe actually the beginning is just another character who then just fails to escape Dracula's castle. Oh, right. And it's like, this is Dracula. Here he is. But really, I'm just making (laughs) up. We probably should have researched what the story of Dracula is. But. um, That's all right. But yeah, I remember (laughs) it being quite 
quite cool and quite yeah. scary, actually. Dracula, yeah. Yeah, in his home turf. He's so powerful. <laughs> Except when he comes to England, he loses his scariness, or what? Well, yeah, the thing, I guess, that makes Dracula quite ridiculous is that he can't... He's so vulnerable to so many things. Like, he can't go mm. out in the daytime because mm. he turns to stone or dust or something. Does he? I don't know. Something happens with sunlight, and he's like, uh. blah, blah, and he, like, burns him or something. And there's been oh, so many, yeah. like, comedy portrayals of Dracula that Yeah, or just vampires to... in general, I think. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, the granddaddy being Dracula. Well, yeah, I had to start somewhere. And then um, you get, like, the most ridiculous vampire in Twilight. Well, yeah, because there's also often a kind of erotic... Yes, like, yeah, yeah. ...sexual undertone to the whole... Dracula and vampire thing, yeah, uh, and the like, whole sexy vampire suck my blood and all that, <sighs> which is where the Twilight thing came from, I presume. I think that I don't know how true this is, but the Twilight uh, franchise apparently had like religious connotations, basically to not have sex before marriage. Right. Not really, and then she kind of just looped it into this. Well, wasn't it a Harry Potter fan fiction or something originally? I think it grew out of Harry Potter fan fiction. Probably. Or are you thinking of Fifty Shades of Grey? Something is always a fan fiction of something else. And it's always Harry Potter. Well, why not? <laughs> I don't know. Death and... of Ron. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so, but Twilight, they sparkle in the sun. Oh, so they don't actually burn. Yeah, no, I guess that they, makes sense. They sparkle. That would really ruin the. Yeah, they can't be sexy. And they can't really, to school. Yeah, you can't really attend high school <laughs> if you can only go at yeah. night. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're old... I mean, she's just obviously playing a part, right? Because another thing is that vampires don't age. They well, just don't that age forever, right? They're immortal. At the point that they got... Bit. Right. But, I mean, I am not a Twilight fan at all. But they're like a family just living in, like, suburbia America. And they just go about living as humans. Right. I think. And then there's a werewolf later or something. For some reason, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about Twilight anymore because I don't know enough about it and it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, so I'm going to tell you some vampire stories. So I are guess. these <laughs> just like real well, life? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah but not... <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Um, I mean... Yeah, because I kind of found, like, where Dracula was made, like, who Dracula was based on, uh, and, like, kind of, because it is one of these things where it is really old, and it's, like, a folklore that came of, like, kind of, like, with the zombies, when people don't, when something, like, a medical illness happens, and people don't know how to explain it, they're mm. just like, oh, vampire. <laughs> um, and then I also found some really ridiculous stories very from recent times of people just literally thinking that they were vampires it's like true crime yeah yeah it turns into true crime cool. because obviously vampires aren't real but someone could pretend to be a vampire yeah wait just wait till you hear these stories because okay. they're so ridiculous right, right. so um so vampires i guess for those who don't know them uh it, this is what wikipedia i think told me Vampires are evil mythological beings who roam the world at night searching for people whose blood they can feed upon. So then it says, there are many different characteristics of vampires, but the main one is drinking human blood. 
They typically drain their victims' blood by using their sharp fangs, killing them, and then turning them into vampires. In general, vampires are said to hunt at night, since sunlight weakens their powers. So this one says that it, it doesn't mention anything of them, like, turning to dust or stone or anything. Right. Um, which I guess this is a bit more believable, because then you're just like, oh, I can't, because the sunlight hurts my eyes or makes me sneeze. <laughs> Right. Okay, the poetic <laughs> Yeah, maybe you're a vampire. Um, some may have the ability to morph into a bat or a wolf, which that confused me, because what is a vampire doing turning into a wolf? Right. I mean, maybe it's before the, like, wolf, what's the wolf man? The, um, werewolf? The werewolf. Maybe before that mythology uh, came about. Perhaps. They were combined and then they split off and said, oh. Bat. Yeah. bat for vampire. I mean, I would 100% be a bat over a wolf. Why? They can fly. And they're just way cute. Just for cuteness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're pretty cute. They're cool as well. Yeah, I like bats. They're good. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, vampires have super strength and often have a hypnotic, sensual effect on their victims. Like you said. Um, they can't see their image in mirrors and cast no shadows. Is that really a bad thing? Uh, I mean, it's just a dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they're not like, oh, damn it, I can't put my eyeliner on today. Because they always look fabulous. <laughs> so fabulous. I mean, they're obviously doing well if they still have a hypnotic sensual effect on people. Exactly. You don't see ugly <laughs> vampire. Well, I don't know where, like, Nosewally, uh, Nosferatu. Oh, yeah. Nos- Nosferatu. Yeah, comes he's into this pretty he's ugly. ugly. But maybe that's, I think that's maybe the true form and they're kind of projecting it. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I literally have no clue. <laughs> So apparently they think that Dracula was based on Vlad the Impaler. Uh, I don't really know loads about him, but I have heard his name. Have you heard of Vlad the Impaler? I've heard the name. Because his name was actually Vlad Dracula. Cool name. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine being called Vlad Dracula. That's amazing. (laughs) So it's um, believed, too, that this was what Dracula... The, like the vampire Dracula was named after Vlad the Impaler Dracula. So he was called <laughs> Vlad the Impaler. No, I just called him that to help differentiate. So yeah, it says so. Some historians describe Vlad the Impaler as a just yet brutally cruel ruler who valiantly fought off the Ottoman Empire. He earned his nickname because his favorite way to kill enemies was to impale them on a wooden stake. According to legend, Vlad enjoyed dining amongst his dying victims and dipping his bread in their blood. Nice guy. Yeah. Well, he was just, right? So I guess if <clears throat> you didn't cross him, it doesn't doesn't matter. What have the Ottomans done? Uh, rape and pillage everything. Right, okay. So, yeah, good. Impaled them, right? So he impaled them. And then... Dipped his bread in their blood. Yeah. 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 Got some iron in there. I don't know. I don't know anything about Vlad the Impaler. I just thought it was funny because he's called Vlad Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also that he impaled his victims on a wooden stake because another thing that, like, the way to kill vampires is to stake them in the heart. And it has to be a wooden stake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Buffy the Buffy the Vampire taught me that. Yeah. Um, so here's, like, the beginnings of vampirism. Um, So vampire superstition thrived in the Middle Ages, especially as the plague decimated entire towns. The disease often left behind bleeding mouth lesions on its victims, which to the uneducated was a sure sign of vampirism. That's why. Yeah. So it's one of these things where people are just dumb. 
Well, not that they're dumb. It's just they're naive to medical situations. So it says it wasn't uncommon for anyone with an unfamiliar physical or emotional illness to be labeled as a vampire. Many researchers or many researchers have pointed to porphyria, which is a blood disorder that can cause severe blisters on skin that's exposed to sunlight. Mm. Um, some symptoms of porphyria can be temporarily relieved by ingesting blood. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> but, myth. Okay. But uh, I, mean, I don't. Who, is this why? I don't know. Who thought? Oh, the blood disorder. But ingesting blood, like, do you literally, you literally sit there and drink it, or they're just like, here, just have some in your veins? Is it just like <laughs> you have a, and like a, is there some like iron deficiency or something? What are you getting from the blood that is curing your skin condition? No, it's a blood disorder. That causes skin lesions. Yeah. So I guess better blood. But if you drink, this is nonsense, because if you drink blood, it goes into your stomach, not into your bloodstream. Which helps your blood disorder. Yeah, but then your body will just absorb something from the blood. But what would it absorb? I don't know. Maybe yeah. iron. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. When a suspected vampire dies, their body, their bodies were often disinterred for search to search for signs of vampirism. So in some cases, a stake was thrust through a corpse's heart to make sure that they stayed dead. Other accounts describe the decapitation and burning of the corpses of suspected vampires well into the 19th century. So just in the plague, you were just unfortunate to suffer from these things. And they're like, yep, vampire probably ostracized you and like could not wait for you to die. And then just mutilated your body like three times just in case. In case you came back. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, so then I tried to find some stories about vampires. And this one's quite an older one. Uh, it's by uh, a count. It, it's of Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Bathory? Bathory. Uh, who was a member of the Hungarian royal family, whose cruelty towards her female servants was said to have included drenching them in water and leaving them to freeze to death outside in the winter. In 1609, following the murder of a young noblewoman, which she staged to look like a suicide, um, that she was made accountable for her crime. So it took her uh, however long. Uh, the legend surrounding her suggests that she killed more than 650 women and bathed in their blood which she believed had restorative powers. Bathory and four of her servants were eventually charged with 80 counts of murder, which doesn't seem to add up to me. Uh, But she died whilst she was under house arrest ever before being brought to trial. Okay. And I think she was another one who was said to have um, inspired Dracula's story, or there's a character in Dracula Right, okay. A countess um, or someone of that Well, obviously, nature. Dracula is a count, so... Yeah, right. What does that mean, though? Just, like, a person... Well, I think it's, like... Well, Hungarian... Uh, well, because he's Romanian. Romanian, yeah. yeah. So it's obviously that area of Europe. Yeah. Uh, Eastern Europe, where people were counts and countesses. Yeah. Um, does this sound like something that Dracula did, seeing as you read part of the book? Um... I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, so now I'm going to go to more recent ones. Um, yeah, these are hilarious. They're not funny because they're of people who 
probably have mental illnesses. But anyway, so this guy is called Roderick Farrell. Have you heard of this guy? Don't look. Why are you looking at my screen? Don't look at my screen. Uh, I've not heard of Roderick Farrell. <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, so basically, he was a member of a loose-knit gang of teenagers from Kentucky. Uh, and they called themselves the Vampire Clan. Vampire Clan. Yeah, yeah, really, really like. How long did it take him to think of it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah very creative. Mm-hmm. So Pharrell told people that he was a 500-year-old vampire named Visago, a character he created for himself after becoming obsessed with a with a role with the role-playing game Vampire: The Masquerade. Oh yeah. Have you heard of this game? Yes. Uh, Have you? Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was quite a big game. It's like a late, another late sort of oh. early two thousands PC, right? Role playing game. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, he play obviously it, played it. This yeah, guy played it and loved it so much that he thought it was real. Um. Anyway, so in November nineteen ninety six, he brought a few of his followers from Kentucky to Florida to murder the parents of his girlfriend Heather, so that she could be initiated into his coven which he obviously just made up. Uh, after beating Heather's father with a crowbar, which fractured both of his skull and ribs, obviously instantly knocking him out and later killing him, Pharrell and a friend used cigarettes to burn a V into his chest. And so this V, accompanied by a dot, was said to be for each person he considered to be in his vampire cult, which kind of is weird to me because how are you going to kill someone because you were mad at them or just be like, I just have to kill this person and then put them into your cult. So the V was obviously for vampire clan. (laughs) Yeah. That was their like sign. Yeah, that is their sign. Yeah. Um, But how is he in the cult if he's dead? He killed. Well, that's what I'm saying. How are you going to be like, oh yeah, he's dead, but he's in the cult. Does he literally think he's going to come back as a vampire? Oh, maybe. I don't know. And then he killed him with a crowbar, which is not a very vampire <laughs> well, sort of method he, of killing. It's yeah, brutal. It, it doesn't say that he, like, ate him or anything or bit him or drank his blood, nothing. So No, you don't really see Dracula going around with a crowbar <laughs> smacking people. <laughs> no. And then also, so the mother, Ruth, she later came home and found Pharrell and the friend in the house. And I guess she was kind of like, what are you doing? He then bludgeoned her to death. Bashing her head with the crowbar next. Um, And then when he was arrested, Pharrell told police that they would never be able to contain him because he was the all-powerful vampire of Visago. Right. (laughs) Uh, And so later during his trial, he said that in his original plan, he was going to let Ruth live. But she attacked him first by um, lunging at him and throwing a very hot cup of coffee at him. (laughs) Which angered him and made him change his mind. So wait, Ruth was the... (laughs) The mom. So the plan was to kill the parents of his girlfriend Mm. so that the girlfriend could be initiated into the coven. Again, which makes zero sense because you're the leader of this clan. But then he changed his mind and was like, I'll let the mom live. Well, I think the original plan was I'll let the mom live. Right. But then she came and poured coffee on him and he was like, forget it. I'm going to kill you now. Right. Uh, yeah. So then later he, um, so during his trial, he pleaded guilty to the murders, claiming that everybody else with him were innocent, except for the friend, but he was only an accessory. 
Um, and this guy actually became the country's youngest prisoner on death row in 1998 for about a couple of years. Um, but his sentence has now been changed to life without parole. So there you go. How yeah. old was he? He, I think he was, oh, was he like 19, 18? I think yeah. he was young. Yeah, I think he was young. Crazy. He was crazy. So, and then I have one more. Um, maybe this one's slightly better. But this one's from Scotland. Maybe you've heard of this one a bit more because it's from 2002. Is he called Roderick? No, he's called Alan Menzies. Heard of him? No. no, not yet. <laughs> so Alan Menzies, a 22-year-old from Scotland, was obsessed with the 2002 vampire film Queen of the Damned, which he had borrowed from his best friend, Thomas McKendrick. He watched it up to three times a day. Crazy. Who has the time for this? Uh, and then so Menzies began to believe that the main character, Akasha, was real right. and wanted him to kill someone so that he too could become a vampire. Menzies claimed that he was told he would be rewarded with immortality and become a vampire in the next life if he carried out the killing. Um, and he told police later that he knew he had to murder somebody right, to yeah. fulfill this prophecy. Mm-hmm. Can you guess who he decided to kill? Uh, you've only mentioned two people, so the other person. Yeah, mentioned. do you know? Can you guess why? He threw coffee at him? <laughs> no. He decided he would kill Thomas after he had insulted Akasha which prompted Menzies <laughs> to stab him 42 times, hit him with a hammer, drink his blood, and consume part of his brain. Nice. Uh, I mean, nice. <laughs> to be honest, if your mate is watching this movie, she, he was probably talking about Akasha like, all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, talking about, oh, Akasha, she did this, she did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the movie, she's so great. And the friend was just like, oh, can we stop? Can we talk about something else? And that probably pissed him off, right? Yeah, but he, I think he, like, bad-mouthed her, right? So he was like, oh, she's great. And so Thomas was like, you know what? She's probably the worst character in this goddamn film. I wish I had never lent it to you. Yeah. Stop being my friend. And he was probably just like, enough. I'm just stabbing 40 times. But that's a bit excessive, 42 times. Don't well, yeah, I mean, any stabbing is excessive, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, 42 times is a lot. Whether it's 42 is yeah. fairly unimportant, I suppose, in the end, because he's going to be going to die before. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Below, so. Um, so what he then dumped his friend's body in a garbage can and took it to a shallow grave in a wood where it was found by police almost six weeks later. Um. And then so upon his arrest, Menzies stated that he was convinced that he was now a vampire and is now immortal because he killed his friend. However, this was uh, Menzies died in prison of an apparent suicide just over a year after being sentenced to life in prison. So not very immortal, this seem. He literally took his own life after all that. Yeah, but maybe can vampires in the law, can they kill themselves? Is there a specific law for vampires? Vampire law. <laughs> no, law. L-O-R-E, oh, lore. Vampire <laughs> the vampire lore. The vampires are like, no, we can't have to be a vampire anymore because you committed suicide. Oh, maybe. I don't but, know. Vampire but vampires counsel. don't die, so how can you kill yourself? Um, yeah, but if they're immortal, but then maybe they're not invincible. So I guess the two, you could be immortal. Yeah. But you could also kill yourself. Like you, could, you would live forever. 
unless your head got chopped off sort of thing, you know? So like a vampire... Unless you got staked. Yeah, so vampires can't die. Yeah, I guess they have to just be very but careful. But just not by, die by natural causes. Yeah, they've got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So a vampire could stake themselves as a suicide? Would it be against vampire, <laughs> vampire law? I'm not sure. Not allowed. <laughs> Breaking the law. I mean, if a vampire has seriously had enough, right? Like, if they're living thousands and thousands of years, they're like, right, I'm freaking oh, bored yeah. now. I'm done. And then just do it. I don't know. Yeah, I, no, definitely. I have <laughs> I've not read any stories of any vampires staking themselves. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, boredom would, would be an issue for vampires, right? Yeah. I mean, pretty cool, though. I, would, I wouldn't mind being around for, like, thousands of years just to be like, what the hell are the humans doing this time? Yeah, I guess so. Um, and, and, like, you could do, like, in Blade, where they have the vampire, like, raves and stuff. Keep yeah, party, right? Yeah. Life is a party. Why not have it for uh, thousands of years? Yeah. <laughs> so we're all agreed. Being a vampire, pretty good. Cool. Yeah. yeah Sexy, good. cool, sparkly. Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sleep in the day. Great. Be a, vet, a bat or a wolf. Turn into a bat, wolf, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Be super strong. Are they super strong? Yeah, that was one of the things it said. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, super strong. Super strength. But also have, like, bleeding boils on your head or whatever. No, I think that was just in the plague. That's not, like, real life. So that's not real vampires. That's just people. Fake vampires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fake vampires. But, yeah. So, again, I don't think vampires are really scary, like you said. They're quite funny, but it's scary when people think that they're vampires and go on a murderous rampage. That's scary. Yeah, no, that is scary. But I think yes, I don't, I don't know me if the vampire element is the scary bit rather than your mate killing you because you've dissed a fictional <laughs> character in the DVD that you lend them. Yeah, right. He should be um, pleased that his friend lent him that movie. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like he did him a favor. He introduced him to Akasha. Yes. Rude. Very rude. <laughs> Just not the kind of friend you need. No, yeah, so be careful who you lend your DVDs to people because yeah. you never know what might happen. But yeah, those are my stories. There's not a lot on vampires. No. But I, I think, although they are ridiculous, I do think there is an element to them which is, and I think it is the immortality thing. And it's that thing that's in like vampire films. And I think it's in like that Let the Right One In film. Mm-hmm. Where you see like a picture of the of the per the character and it's from like oh look it's from like nineteen ten and like he's hanging out in a mm-hmm. sort of some old timey thing and you're like oh look he's exactly the same he hasn't aged yeah and I think that's kind of creepy right and it's like yeah it's like someone's been around for thousands of years they they were hanging around in the Battle of Hastings or something and <laughs> you know Battle of Hastings <laughs> the war is creating a vampire yeah and I yeah. think that's Maybe not scary, but it's it's interesting. It's yeah. Like, it's kind of like a bit spooky or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I guess if if a vampire was like in your house, I mean they're just like say they're too ridiculously but easy because you, you have an, to invite them in. That's an, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, don't you have to let them in? They have to knock. It. They're like super polite, right? Very polite. Excuse me, can I come in? No. Oh, fine. But maybe I'm just they, waiting outside. Yeah, they, but they're so charming. They got like that. Yeah, I guess they're they're sneaky, right? Yeah. Mm. Like, let me come in. And you'll be like, oh, he seems like a nice chap. He's sexy. I'll let him in. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, all along, he just wanted to suck your blood. Well, that's it. Were you waiting this entire time to say that? Yes. 
<laughs> How did I know? So yeah, that was my uh, those are my stories of vampires. Do you believe in them now? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't. Whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, do you have anything else to add? Anything scary that you might have thought of that you wanted to bring to the table? Um, I like Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> He's a vampire. Yeah, and he loves to party. <laughs> Yeah, so if you were a vampire, you would just party all the time. Yeah, why not? But he has, like, a brat daughter, so no partying. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, does she age? I never really thought about that. Well, she had to have aged because she had to come out as a baby. She was a baby, yeah, and then she grows up. Yeah, so then does she get older? But she... Yeah, I mean, it's Probably a kid's film, so... About. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't have vampire babies, which then again, like... I don't know. Can you have vampire babies? Can vampires have babies? And that entire se- the series of films is just about him having a crisis about being a dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. The vampires can't be dads. Uh, unless they have a baby with a, a human, like a normal non-vampire. <clears throat> and then be like, all right, this kid's old enough now. Let's just bite him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a ceremony. It's like a bar mitzvah, a yeah, bite yeah. mitzvah. Bite mitzvah, very good. Yeah. yeah, you're 13 now. Yeah, but then that kid has to stay 13 for the rest of his life. Yeah. So that's pretty crap. Pretty mean. I'd be like, all right, Dad, how about now? When I'm 30, this is good. <laughs> this will be fine. How about now? I'm done. Yeah. I Unless he wants to be 13 forever, then I guess he can just ask. We'll have to write to that. Jendi Tartakovsky or whatever. Oh, yeah. Ask him. Ask him. I'm pretty sure he hasn't thought about it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, is that all? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. Partying drag. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so, yep, that's me done. And thanks, everyone, for giving us a listen. Um, If you want to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where we are, Chiller's Bone. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) I always love telling people that. Um, Yeah, so give us a follow, like, share, and subscribe. That would be awesome. Um, And also, if anybody ever wants to be a guest, um, let me know. I've got a couple of people lined up, but I definitely will try to get back to most of you who have already reached out. Um, Yeah, because I want to hear everyone's scary stories and stuff. So thanks, everyone. It's a goodbye for me. Uh, And goodbye. For me. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs)